Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone. I hope all is well. Baruch Hashem, we have another opportunity, no matter what has happened till now, no matter what's going to be. But Baruch Hashem, we could stop and we can focus and we can try and grow together. We could try and focus on being more positive. We can try and focus on learning how to see the better, to see the better in each other, to see the good in each other, to see the good in ourselves, to try and focus on the positive, all the gifts, all the blessings that each and every one of us have. Baruch Hashem, we are Erev Pesach. The, this time of Nisan is a very holy time. Pesach is a very, very, very holy time, which we're going to speak about today. And Baruch Hashem, we have an opportunity. One of the brachas that we have is that we can constantly grow. We can constantly change. We can constantly improve ourselves. It's one of the blessings that a person is alive. It's the blessing that a person has a new day, a new day, a new moment to say, I want to see the good. I want to find the good. I don't want to focus on my negative I want to go ahead and I want to focus on all the gifts, all the blessings that we have because we know that life is short and we know that life is something that we're living right this moment as we've seen, as we've seen how life can, can drastically change for, for all of us, for everyone. And Baruch Hashem, as long as a person has the opportunity and has the ability to see the good, to find the good, to search for the good, as we are Erev Bedikas Chametz, the key is that we're searching to find the good. We're searching. That's what life is about. One of the reasons the Arizal, it's brought down that a person is supposed to put out the um, 10 pieces of bread and to search. So the obvious question is, I don't understand. We're doing Bedikas Chametz. We've been cleaning for, for weeks over here. So I'm going to put down 10 pieces of bread? What's the pshat? So the Balei Musar, they explain, they explain the pshat is, is that for a person has to realize that no matter how much you've cleansed, no matter how much you clean, no matter how much you think you're pure, you still have what to work on. That's why we put the bread to show you think you're clean, you still, you're always going to find chametz. So in one way... Right? That, could, that could bring a person to be uh, to despair. What do you mean? I'll never finish. But the answer is no, because that's not our job. Our job is not to finish the job. That's Hashem's job. Our job is not to be all clean. Our job is to clean. And our job is to search. And our job is to find and try as best as we can to try and find the chametz and try and search for the chametz. That's why it's called Bedikas Chametz. We're searching for the Chametz. As we said the other day in Shir, Bedika and Devika, Davik, are one and the same. That's how you connect to Hashem. When I look for the good, even though I don't find the good, when I yearn for something, I'm so connected to that thing. I want to see the good. I want to have a good relationship with my parents. I want to have a good relationship with Hashem. I want to be able to learn better. I want to be able to daven better. I want to be able to see the good in myself, in each other, whatever it might be. That yearning, that wanting, that searching, you don't have to accomplish it. You, our job is just to try 
as best as we can, to every day, as many times as we can, to learn the halachas, to learn the hilchas Chavetz Chaim. I hope everyone, or as many as you can, are learning it at your tables, are discussing it in, with your families. The more and more we can strengthen ourselves in Chavetz Chaim, Hilchas Chavetz Chaim, that's the best we can do. That's the best we can do. That's like doing the best. That's like searching for Chametz, searching for the Eight Sahara. Chametz represents the Eight Sahara. All I could do is as best as I can to try and see the good in my father, to try and see the good in my mother and my siblings and my family, my children, whoever, your spouse, everyone, to see the good. And if you didn't see the good yesterday, it's okay. It's okay. I want to try and see the good today. Right? One of the biggest challenges that we have sometimes is change because we're used to people looking at us a certain way and we're used to ourselves looking at things a certain way. And sometimes it's difficult and we just have to, when we take it one step at a time, and we have patience, and we realize that we're going to get there. Hashem will help us get to that positivity. Hashem will help that door open that we've been, we've been trying to. How many of us, think about yourselves, how many times have we worked on something and worked on something and we couldn't see ourselves accomplishing it. And then what happens? One day it comes and we're able to do it. Sometimes that happens. A person could be working on a certain midah. A person could be working on a certain relationship. And suddenly, wow, they see that things transform, things change. What we need to try and do is just search for the chametz. Search for the good. Search, try and clean as best as we can. Do as best as we, as we can. And Hashem reminds us by putting out the 10 pieces of bread to say, It's okay. You're not supposed to finish the work. That's not up to you to make sure your house is clean. It's up to you to clean your house. That's, 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 that's the goal. The goal is for you to clean your house. Right? I just thought about that right now. The goal is to clean your house, not to make sure that your house is clean. Hashem will make sure that your house is clean. That's what we can do. Until our our hand can reach, that is the, as best as we can do. That's what we need to do, each and every one of us. Okay, so, so as we learn the, the Hilchas Chavetz Chaim, as the Chavetz Chaim promises us, the more we learn it, every day that we learn it, it'll make a difference, it'll affect us, especially now that we're Erev Pesach. Pesach is Isman of Gu'ula. Pesach is Isman where the Jewish people become free and that freedom and that cheiris, as we're going to be singing, Lashon Ahabab Yerushalayim, one of the minhagim to eat an egg, also has to do with the fact that we remember Tishabav. We remember that just like we, we have a gu'ula now, Be'ezus Hashem, we're going to have a gu'ula on Tishabav. It, it comes out, the Medrash says that the same night that it comes out, Pesach is the same night of Tishabav, which means this year it comes out on a Wednesday night is Pesach, so that means Tishabav this summer, hopefully it'll be uh, Yom Tiv, but that Tishabav will be Wednesday night as well. That's one of the reasons we eat an egg, to remember Geula, for each and every one of us to remember Geula, and it begins now, why? Because the reason we're in Gullus is because of Sinas Chinam, is because we need to get along better. And as the Chavetz Chaim says, that's why it's so amazing to learn the Chavetz Chaim, I feel so... What's the word? I just feel so um, inner peace. I feel so good that we learn Hilchas Chavetz Chaim.
because it's such a, like a uh, protection. It's such a shmira, such a protection to know that we're doing the right thing, which is no matter what, Pesach, Purim, uh, Hanukkah, Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah, it doesn't matter. Sukkot, we're learning Hilchus, Shmira, Salashan. We, that's what we do. That's what we do for 120. That's what we do till 120. That's what we do. We learn Shmira, Salashan, because we want to become better. Ben Adam L'chaviru. Chavetz Chaim, he says on day 17 here on Purity of Speech, uh, page 50, 53, Hashem is stricter with one who violates a mitzvah ben Adam lechavero. This is from the introduction of the Chavetz Chaim. I love it. He says straight out, Hashem is more, it bothers him more our relationship with our fellow man more than ben Adam lamakom. Unbelievable. He says a father is more pained to see his children disrespecting one another than if they would disrespect him. Meaning, all parents, God willing, you'll see this. All parents want from their children is just get along, love each other, respect each other. Obviously, it's normal for little kids to fight and children to fight. But Amir Tashem, as you get older, as, as siblings get older, the greatest nachas ruach is to just see them get along and get along with each other. So to Hashem, he says, so to Hashem, our caring father is more pained when he sees his very own children degrading one another than when they disrespect him. As we learned in today's daf, right, daf Lamed Aleph in Shabbos, as, as Hillel says to the Ger, he says, what is kol ha-Torah kula? Tell me, teach me the Torah on, while I'm standing on one foot, which basically means what is the foundation of the Torah? Is v'haftal recha kamocha. Is bein adam l'chavero. Bein adam l'chavero. I'm going in the second shot. Rashi had two pshatim. The second shot we'll go with, which is Bein Adam L'chaveiro. What does that mean? It means that we know this. The reason we're waiting for Pesach, what we're hoping this Pesach, Mir Tashem, the night of Pesach, which we're going to talk about in a minute, we, we are hoping and praying that Mashiach will come and Lashana Hababi Yushalayim will be this year, Bez Hashem, however that works out, that we're able to come Right, we're getting close to, to all the flights coming out to Eretz Yisrael. But whatever it is, however Hashem knows how to make it work, that Amir Tashem, right? And how does that work? When we say, Hashem, did I learn Shmir Salashat? Did I learn Hilchaz Chavzchaim? The answer is yes. I learned it. We tried to learn it every day as much as we can. Okay, so here's the halacha causing shame. Talking about another Jew in a manner which can cause him shame, even though it's not degrading. That is still Lashon Hara. For example, mention that someone performs a task poorly is Lashon Hara, even though many people, including yourself, do not excel in the area. For example, if you say, did you hear the song he sang? He sang it off tune. So now even if you yourself sing off tune, or even if you're not saying that it's... it's uh, saying he doesn't know how to sing, but you said it was off tune. Did you read the article he wrote? It wasn't written so well. So why are these Lashon Hara, says the Chavetz Chaim, right? Isn't it socially acceptable that most people do not excel in every area? What's the big deal? So he doesn't have the best voice. Not everybody has such a nice voice. So he doesn't write such a good article. Not everybody has to write such a good article. Says the Chavetz Chaim, no, you're not allowed to say these statements because the person being spoken about would feel shame if he knew others were talking about him in such a manner. So it's not necessarily saying something that is 
clearly negative about a person, but if it causes shame, if it causes embarrassment to a person, then a person's not, you're not allowed to say it because it's Lashon Har Hashem will help each and every one of us as we just spoke about that we are hoping and praying for a Geula Shlema that we will we'll all have a Geula Shlema through us learning the Chilchas Lashon Hara through us learning the Chavetz Chaim we will be Zoha to, to see the Geula Shlema B'mher B'yameinu Amen I want to share with everyone um, today a piece on on Yomtiv, a piece on Pesach. And the reason I want to share this piece is because I think that it's something that's very inspiring about Yomtiv, and it's something that uh, I will introduce by saying that that we always have to remember when it comes to Yomtiv and it comes to all, all of the things that Chazal tell us what Yom, what Yom Tiv represent, it doesn't matter if we feel it or we don't feel it. It's one of those things that we have to mention over and over again. A lot of times we want to be inspired. We always want to be inspired. And we judge our relationship to the Yom Tiv or our relationship to Shabbos or our relationship to many things is based on feelings and inspirations. And sometimes as we... We said, uh, I think it was the second share that we spoke about, is that, that that story with that person on Pesach where he had the first Seder was terrible and the second Seder was amazing. And it was the opposite. It was the opposite in Shemayim. Sometimes we could have a davening that we think, oh, I had the best davening in the world because I was inspired and I felt it. And then another davening is, oh my gosh, oh, I can't even concentrate. It's hard. We don't know. We don't know what Hashem how Hashem judges a person on that. We don't know, and most of the time it's the exact opposite. Most of the time the aliyah, the inspiration that we have, is a gift from Hashem. And when things were not inspired, Hashem, lefum tzara agra, according to the pain and according to how difficult it is, that's really the schar that I get. I've spoken about this many times. You can never judge someone, right, when you're, right, everyone's davening chakras together. Mir Hashem will be doing that very soon. So you never know who gets more schar for davening shach because you don't know how hard it was for everybody to get out of bed. For this guy, it might have been easy for him to jump out of bed. So he doesn't get as much schar. And klape shmaya in shemayim, it doesn't matter what's going on on the, on the outside. It matters what's going on the inside. So you have no idea. You could have a guy who's late for shachras, but he ripped himself out of bed. He gets, that's more beautiful to Hashem than a guy that, oh, it's so easy for me. Many times a person thinks, oh, oh I, I, I need the inspiration and, and, I, and, I, and I got the inspiration, so therefore I'm good to go. Yeah, the, the inspiration was a present from Hashem. So the first thing we always have to remember is everything we're going to talk about tonight, today, is, 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 is not whether you feel it or not. These are the facts. This is what is happening and that is the holiness of the day of Yom Tiv. And I'm going to read a few mamaram. I'm actually quoting from the Kuntras, um, in, from Rav Karlenstein on page Mem and Mem Aleph. And he says something so powerful. He talks about why we wear a kittel, and he brings the maral, and I'm going to quote. The maral says, why do we wear a kittel on the night of Pesach? Says the maral, 
And this is like incredible. Tomorrow, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just speak out a few of the uh, Marmacomos here where, where he's quoting from. And then we're just going to, you know, the words will speak for itself of the power of the night Leil Pesach, which in, depending where, if you're in Eretz Yisrael, if you're in Chutz Laaretz, whether it's two days or, or one day, but whatever it is, it's, it's, it's both nights of, of Pesach, both Leil Seder, or the Leil Seder one night, whatever you're, you're, wherever you are, whatever, however many Sedarim you're keeping. Says the Maral, the reason we wear a kittel is because when, who else wore white? The Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur, when he went into the Kodesh HaKadoshim. You hear the, you hear the comparison? When the Kohen Gadol went into the Kodesh HaKadoshim, he wore Big Day Lavan. He wore white clothing. This is the Maral Meprag. The Maral says, because he reached a high level of purity. So too, says the Maral, the night of Pesach is Kiyom HaKippurim. So too, the night of Pesach is just like Yom Kippur. The purity, the cleanliness, the newness. The, the, and, and if you think about it, it's so incredible. It's so true. Because we've been cleaning and cleaning and cleaning for days. Getting ready, just like El, just like Rosh Hashanah getting ready for this one special night that is intimate, that is so connected between us and Hashem, just like Yom Kippur, just like Yom Kippur, just like Yom Kippur. And listen to what he says, Vaiter, he says again, he says from Pirkei Drabalazar, this is incredible. In Pirkei Drabalazar it says, and in Targum Yonason, and in the Zohar Kaddish, this is like incredible. The Su'uda, the meal of the two Gedi Izim. Yaakov Avinu brought two goats to his father. Yitzchak had two goats. Rivka, Amar, listen to this. Amra Rivka Liyakov. Rivka said to Yaakov, this night, right? Yaakov's mother Rivka said to, to Yaakov, this night everyone says Hallel. Talalim Niftachimbo. The, the, Treasures of, of, of tal, of dew, of bracha, of blessing are open. On this night, the Jewish people, Asidim Banecha, are going to have a gu'ula. And they're going to sing an incredible song. They're going to say halal. Make this thing, make this delicious meal for your father. So the night of Pesach was the night that Yaakov Avinu took two goats. One, says Chazal, one was for the Pesach and one was for the Chagiga. Just like we have on the Seder plate, we have the egg, which is Lezecha the Chagiga. And then we have the, the, uh, the shank bone for the Karm Pesach. What's the pshat? Because the night of Pesach, there are two goats. Chazal say... Where else do we have two goats? On Yom Kippur, we also have two goats. So not only is the night of Pesach the night when Rivka told Yaakov, take two goats. 
one for the Karm Pesach and one for Chagiga and give it to your father. But these two goats correspond to the two goats that were brought, Seir Lashem and a Seir Lazazel, a goat for God and a goat for Azazel. Another comparison, another parallel between Yom Kippur and Pesach. Unbelievable. And it's brought down. That's why we say, the Grah says, that's why we say at the end of the Seder was the last song that we sing. Chad Gadya, Chad Gadya. Two goats, one goat and another goat that we finished our Seder. And we did the same thing that Yaakov did to his father Yitzchak. And we did the same thing that the Kohen Gadol did, is that we brought these two goats. And I'm going to end off with this. Listen to this. It's incredible. It's brought down from the Shemi Shmuel. He says, why do we start the mitzvah of Karm Pesach starts from Rosh Chodesh Nisan. We begin everything from Rosh Chodesh Nisan. It should start, let it start from the 10th of Nisan. Let, us, let, it, let the mitzvah and the Torah of the Karm Pesach start from the 10th of Nisan, Shabbos HaGadol. Let it start four days before the Yom Tiv. That's really what needs to be done. And I quote from the Shemi Shmuel, incredible. Listen to what he says. The 10 days from Nisan till the 10th are Keneged Aseres Yemei Tshuva V'chein Nishar Ledoros. There's this parallel between Aseres Yemei Teshuva, as we've said before, between Rosh Chodesh Nisan and Rosh Chodesh Tishrei. Rosh Chodesh Tishrei was the beginning of the world. Rosh Chodesh Nisan is the beginning of the world. Rabbeinu Tam says, Elu ve'elu divrei elakim chaim. They are both true. Toysis in Rosh Hashanah says they're both true. Rabbeinu Tam says they're both true. How could it be? The way it was, was it was Allah b'machshava. Hashem wanted to create the world on Rosh Chodesh Tishrei, the Rosh Hashanah that we celebrate. Allah b'machshava, he wanted to. That's why it's called Yom HaZikaron. Zikaron is in your head, in your mind, in Hashem's mind. And when did he actually create the world? On Pesach itself. On Rosh Chodesh Nisan is when he created the world. Actually, Chafei Adar is really when it falls out. But there's this parallel, as we said last year, between uh, between Shuva, the, the, the Shabbos Shuva, and Shabbos HaGadol, there's this parallel between, says the Shemi Shmuel, that the first 10 days of Nisan are Aseres Yemei Teshuva, leading up to the 10th day is like Yom Kippur. And it's like, this is like Sukkot, which means there's a Kapara, it's Yom Kippur. The night of Lel Pesach, it's one of the reasons it's brought down that we say Hallel at night. You're not allowed to say hollow at night. It says that they gave, that they did the bris milah at night. You're not allowed to have bris milah at night. How could you do that? All the mitzvahs are at night. There's a mitzvah to eat matzah at night. There's a mitzvah to have the dalakosas. We never find that there's a mitzvah at night. Most of the time, the mitzvahs that were, that were commanded are mitzvahs during the day. Okay, certain times we have mitzvahs because it starts at night because that's when we start the day at night, but that the actual mitzvah occurs at night, only at night, where do we find that? Say the holy svarim, it's not nighttime, it's like daytime. There's a certain aura, there's a certain light 
That's why we don't have to say Hamalach Hagol when you say Kriyashma, the night of Pesach, the Seder night. Just like Yom Kippur, you put on a Talus Yom Kippur night because it has a Bechina, it has a, a, a um, underlying theme of it being like the daytime. It's just like Yom Kippur. There's an R, Laila Kiyom Yotir. There's a holiness, there's a certain light our light is not something physical, it's spiritual. There's a light just like Yom Kippur where we wear the kittel and it's white and there's purity and there's cleanliness and we forgive each other and we have achtus and we go ahead and we feel clean and we feel new. So too the night of Pesach, the Leil Seder, whether you're going to feel it or you're not going to feel it, Hashem, I pray, Hashem, help all of us to feel it. Help us feel it. Help us feel the newness. Help us be inspired. Help us feel like it's Yom Kippur. Imagine if we felt, all of us, the cleanliness and the, and the purity and the newness because that is what's happening. That is the night that is one of the most special nights and we know that. We know that the night of Yom Tiv of Pesach is the night of miracles. It's the night where we can all beg and ask Hashem for anything. We could ask Hashem, Manishtana Vekan Haben Shoyal Es Oviv. Ask your Father in Heaven. Ask your Father in Heaven. Ask your Father in Heaven. We can all ask Hashem whatever we're suffering from, whatever somebody is, is weakened, whatever you're missing. It's the night where things turn around. Could you imagine the Jewish people, slaves for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years? And suddenly, they didn't know what to do with themselves. The freedom. And that all happens the night of Pesach. It's literally like Yom Kippur, where Yom Kippur is a time where it's free from the Malach HaMavis. It's free from the Yetzirah. The, the, the Yetzirah doesn't work on Yom Kippur. I don't know. I never saw a shot how that, how that connects to, to, uh, to, uh, to Pesach as well. But I'm sure it's connected. Because we get rid of all the chametz. We get rid of all the bad. We get rid of all of the negative things. And that all happens the night of Pesach. The night of Pesach. Give the power of Kedushas Hayoyim. It's such a holy, holy day. Hashem will help each and every one of us. We've done, especially during this, this, this such... Such a such a challenging time for so many, such a such a difficult time, such a such a what's the word? Such a such a strange time, such a confusing time, such a beautiful time at the same time, such a such a strange circumstance that the whole world is in, and we're alive for this. We're witnessing this. We're in it. What an opportunity for us to have a geula. What an opportunity for us. What mamish, as we're going to say, shechianu v'kimanu v'yenu azmanazeh. Such a challenging, such a difficult time for the Jewish people, for so many people. And those times are the times that are so special and so powerful. And, and, and we're right here. And, and what we've done over the last few weeks what Klal Yisrael has done and what we're trying to do to try and work on ourselves and to try and break ourselves and to try and understand ourselves 
or to try and just just to make the best of, of our situation. Could you imagine as 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 the night of Pesach is going to come, as Hashem is going to come with each and every one of us, and I say, Beni B'chayri Yisrael, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud. Could you imagine Klal Yisrael and Mitzrayim when they went through all the Gehenim, when they went through everything that they went through, and then as they're 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 getting out of 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 Mitzrayim, they're saying, "I can't believe it! I can't believe that I made it through! I can't believe that we made it through!" Baruch Hashem, Ashreinu Matoiv Chalkenu, Ashreichem Yisrael. Let us be machazik each other. Let us strengthen each other. Let us let us accept. We do. We accept that whatever it is, whatever challenges that Hashem gives us, we're makabel from Hashem. We accept everything from Hashem. We accept whatever situation He puts us in. It's, an, it's unbelievable. If you speak to anybody, speak to anybody, everyone's making the best out of their situation. Everyone is trying as best as they can. Everyone is trying whatever they can do. Mikam Yisrael. Hashem will help each and every one of us as it's Yom Kippur, it's like Yom Kippur, as, as we sit at the Seder, Be'ez Hashem, as we, as we experience Pesach, let us try, Hashem, let, let us daven now. We have another few days. Let us daven that we're able to truly, truly experience the heaviness and the holiness and the beauty and the connection and the love. Pesach is all about the love, like we spoke before, the love that Hashem has for us. The love, the love that Klal Yisrael has for Hashem. And that Hashem has for Klal Yisrael, the, the love that we have left, that we left, we left Mitzrayim to, to nowhere. We had no idea where we were going for who? For Hashem. Hashem says that. I'll never forget that. I'll never forget what you've done for me, and we never forget what Hashem has done. That's one of the reasons why we call it Chag Pesach, and Hashem calls it Chag Matzos. Right? In the Torah, it's called Chag we call it Pesach. Why? We call it Pesach. Why? Because Hashem passed over our houses. We're thankful. So we're thanking Hashem for what He did. And Hashem calls it Chag because He's thanking us. What do we do? We ran out of Mitzrayim and, and our bread didn't, didn't uh, rise because we, it didn't have time. We ran out. So each us and Hashem are calling and, and telling each other how much we appreciate what we've done for each other. You hear that? That's what Hashem, Hashem appreciates what we do. Hashem remembers, like in the tefillin, the tefillin is the same thing, right? The Gemara says, what does it say in Hashem's uh, tefillin, right? The Gemara says, what is Hashem? It says, it says uh, I think, Mi ka'amcha Yisrael. He says, Hashem in his tefillin says, oh, uh, who is like my nation? Hashem loves us. And what do we have in our tefillin? We have in our tefillin, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. It's the same thing. As Hashem hemircha yom, Hashem emarta yom, right? That we each are are calling each other out for for what we do for each other. That's the relationship we have with Hashem. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Will be zocha us and our families, Klal Yisrael, to Yeshuas, Nechamas, Rafuas, for all salvations, for all healings, for all comforting, and through that will be zocha benisa nigalu. And Nisan, we had a geula. Uh, can't wait. Benisan nigalu. In Nisan, we had this geula. We had we 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 left Mitzrayim. 
Ubenisa Nasidin Ligoil, Bimherib Yamenu Amen. We should all have a wonderful Yamtiv.